Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. upon hours in the round table now on hour five hmm. all right and i'm also going to be playing video games while we're recording so uh <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> but not really not really because i could <laughs> not do those two things at once <laughs> yeah i know you're like what huh oh hold on what, what? <laughs> is he pausing it it's like hold on I'm, I'm in a dungeon right now so just everybody wait for 20 minutes <laughs> can you believe like last month was 10 years ago Leroy Jenkins yeah we were talking about it at work yeah I was like wow it's been 10 it's been 10 years it's like Jesus Christ Leroy Jenkins Leroy (laughs) Jenkins I did that at work at Best Buy one time when the store was closed and people said that I I was too intense (laughs) (laughs) scaring people and shit no I literally like pointed my head to the sky with arms out and just fucking eat. if you're gonna do it do it exactly no sense of no. fucking around you know that's right no sense of doing head half ass and shit all right shall we start this i guess <laughs> welcome everybody to the lazy geeks podcast i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley and we are the lazy geeks network Coming at you live. Time this morning is no, <laughs> like we're in eighties radio. I know it's like let's go to Stephen uh, with the traffic report. Well, we got uh, it seems that uh, the four hundred five is a little blocked up. <laughs> that sounds too good. <laughs> it seems that the cattle truck tipped over. We got a bunch of bison running around. The... <laughs> no, here's 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 how your local news happens. Tragedy struck as. Two young boys died in a swimming pool accident. Then directly after that, and the carnival is on. When <laughs> <laughs> fucking so horrible, and the child is left without a mother and father. Now this week, if you want some good cupcakes, 
Jesus. Hitler had better timing than you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. So, this is actually breaking as we record this. It came out today on Sunday. Everything we record is breaking. <laughs> we break shit left and right. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is kind of a... Yeah, now it's official. Uh, Constantine is dead. Uh, so... On Sunday morning, uh, executive producer uh, for Constantine, Daniel uh, Cerrone, finally broke the news on Twitter. And here's the Twitter post. I promised I'd share news when when I had it. Sadly, the news is not good. The cast and writers of Constantine are being released from their contracts. The studio tried to find a new home for the show, for which we're forever grateful. But those efforts didn't pan out i'm sorry i wasn't um i wasn't provided any information on the attempts to sell the show to um elsewhere all i can report is that the show is over many ingredients went into the tv series from the dedicated cast that breathed these characters to life led by matt ryan as the comic made flesh embodiment of john constantine to the exceptionally talented crew that put the unreal images to screen to the original hellblazer writers and artists who get gifted us a universe as general principle writers do not choose a writing career to achieve stardom whatever demons or insecurities drove them to find freedom through express of expression through written words generally keeps writers comfortably obscure behind their words nor do people choose writing as a means of financial freedom i venture to guess that most who set out to write professionally never receive a paycheck for their hopes scribbles or keystrokes in fact, nobody I know has ever chose a writing career. It chose them. You write because you it's what you like to do. Like breathing, it just happen it just happens and you have to do it or you just hope that someone out there notices what you're saying. And it's it is unfortunate because of the fact that uh Constantine wasn't really in my opinion given a fair shake by NBC putting it on a Friday night right after Grimm, which is a completely different show uh, right. it to, in my opinion it would seem to be put together by people who go oh grim that's kind of supernatural so it'll work with constantine no yeah. it won't no no it won't <laughs> no it won't you're dealing with fairy tales versus you know uh the dark arts as they called it um so it is unfortunate however you know some people some fans have been saying oh well maybe you know since another you know another DC show could pick up the character of John Constantine and maybe bring what's his name back to do the character again, which would be cool. Um, but of course, whenever the next other possibility will be whenever Guillermo del Toro's justice like dark film ever gets made, we'll have to see, you know what happens there. So <laughs> Constantine is dead folks and he's not coming back for a little while. It's a shame. It was, uh, it, it is. I think that show really had some, had some uh, promise, and I liked and I liked Matt Ryan who played Constantine. I thought, oh yeah, that was perfect. Great job. That was yeah. It was the hair to just the mannerisms. I thought he was perfect for Constantine. So there you have it, folks, and that's it for the show. <laughs> I bring you the uplifting news of the day. Just letting you know that Constantine was dead, and uh, have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> good night, Detroit. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, this week was this was a weird week. You yeah. had another long. That's two in a row. That's two in a row. I know, and it's just like fuck, man. I can't. No, keep... I, 
I shared your long week last week, but I actually had a pretty kind of not. It wasn't a good week. It's just a cruise control week, you know. <laughs> just kind of put it on autopilot and go. Yeah. I mean, I'm busy at work, but you know they give me money, so I don't really care about that. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I pulled in like ten hours of overtime this week, mm-hmm. so, so I'm just I'm a bit tired. Worked yeah, and then worked yesterday, so it's just like one day off. I'm like, oh, I need to sleep. But what are you gonna do? You know? And right. it, it's it's one of those things where you're just like, oh. But then Friday's payday, so then you're gonna be like, once you get paid, you're like, okay, at least it was put to some good use, you know. <laughs> Is I hate when you're like when you put in all those hours and then you're just like fuck and then you get your paycheck and you're just like nah. But no, <laughs> not, not for me, <laughs> <laughs> not this time. <laughs> um, so I don't. I, I know there's everybody out there. There's like you know uh, people download com- like you and I. We download comics digitally. Uh, there's. You know, some people that go to the local comic book store. Now, sometimes there are people that either one don't like the local comic book store, which is unfortunate because you always want to try to, uh, you know, patron, uh, be a patron of the local business. But sometimes, you know, they're just, you know, you would, you know, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to mention the one that, you know, the one that's close to me, but, you know, they're, they pride themselves more on a on a business model than as far as like you know people coming in and having comics that they want you know well, that was that was one that both uh, you and I used to go to when I was living over there too. It was kind of a shame when you told me what it's become. Yeah, as opposed to you know having comic books on the shelves, it's like you want to go there and get like a good issue. You could be there ten a, you know ten or nine or ten a.m. on a Wednesday and. Oh, that comic book sold out because of oh, all our subscription customers. But if you want to get it, you be a subscribe, you know, subscriber. That's not how. It's like then why don't you just close the shop? Yeah, and, and just open a web page. Exactly. You know, there's no point then. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's a, a comic book store should be like a geek's utopia, a collector's paradise, if you will. Uh, it should and. It's not that way, and unfortunately for me, the closest one outside of that is further out. It'll take me another ten minutes on a busy Wednesday, you know, to through traffic to try to right. get there. So I decided to, you know, look for mail order because I remember back in the day when you could just cut out like the back um, cover of your comic book and then you know mail to this address with like a check or you know money order for this amount, then you subscribe to. 12 issues of Amazing Spider-Man or, you know, you get them delivered to your house. I think I did that once. Like one year I actually got to do that. And uh, so I went went online and found Midtown Comics based out of New York, which I thought was kind of funny. Like, yeah, I don't want to go the extra, you know, 20 miles to go get <laughs> a comic book. So I'll just go across the country <laughs> and, uh, and choose some comics there. But I actually thought I actually had a good experience with them. Uh, you know, they gave, they had 10% off, 10 to 15% off new titles that came out and they had all the variants and, uh, order them. You could pre-order the coming week stuff. It ships out on Wednesday and you have this whole scale of like, you know, different, uh, different shipping options. I did their three to five day, which shipped on a Wednesday. I got it on my doorstep Friday afternoon. So, you know, uh, good condition box was very well secured and, Comics came in perfect condition in bags and boards without charge. And 
no taxes and you just pay for shipping. So, you know, I I was really, really impressed with it this week. Yeah, I'm, I've, I, it was funny because you were telling me about that. And I've been thinking kind of off and on doing that with a couple books that I know I'm always going to read. Yeah. And um, I was thinking about ordering from uh, New England Comics, which, you know, I have a family over there and that work high up in that company. So I can not not for a discount. I just rather buy from, you know, a company that I know. But right. Uh, it is it is an interesting way of doing it. See, but I'm more I'm more on the side. Like I don't mind regular comic books, but I like digital because I always feel like I'm going to destroy a regular comic book when I'm reading it. Right. You know, because it's one I have oily like hands, and then it's just a pain in the ass. You know? <laughs> but but every once in a while, I like to read like a good book, or you know, yeah, I not need it... to charge my phone just before right. I read something. Well, yeah, you know, I was thinking, like, in some instances, it'd be good to just, like, for, like, first issues or events, it'd be kind of cool to have those, you know, just because sometimes you just feel, like, I personally feel like I just, I I want to physically have a comic book, as opposed to... (laughs) (laughs) Talking that shit! (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway... But yeah, if, if you're if you're ever looking for something, if you live out, live out in the boondocks and shit like that, give them a you know check them out, see what you think. Their website's really really cool because you can actually select it all by, you know, uh, publisher, right. and get everything that's coming out, back issues and all sorts of shit, hardcovers, all the cool stuff. So I'd say check them out. So Midtown Comics. Yeah. So. I'll try to keep this brief, but, but it does require it does require a little bit of history. But we'll go real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically, a long time ago, I would say five years ago at this point, um, well, maybe four years you, ago. You in a wind tunnel now? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm in New York. I'm going to Midtown Comics right now. Um, <laughs> I'm in Chicago, the Windy Cindy. <laughs> is, is it better now? It's better now. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, now you got me all fucked up. Okay, about four years ago when I lived in L.A., um, I got a ticket for throwing a cigarette out the window. Um, you give tickets for that? Well, it's technically like a severe littering ticket. Plus it's a cigarette, um, so. <laughs> right, and it's in the middle middle of the city. I, I wasn't out in the – I mean, I shouldn't have did it, granted. But instead of just giving me a ticket where I have to pay it, they gave me a court date. Ugh. So I forgot about the ticket. Now, if I would have forgot about the ticket and it was just a payment, they would have just paid me a little fee on top of it and, you know, whatever. But no, since I missed a court date, they suspended my license. Um, my license has been suspended since then because the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you don't pay a ticket right away in L.A., it's ridiculous. I owe like $2,000 for throwing a cigarette out the window. You know, and, and I have an intent to pay it, but I just can't right now. So when I first moved back to Arizona, I tried to be slick. <laughs> I was at the DMV, and I was like, uh, just trying to get a new copy of that Arizona license, though. You know? Right. And um, they came back and said, no, um, your license is suspended in California. And I was like, okay. But I'm not in California. <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> right. Right. 
Like, yeah, the yeah, Jedi mind uh, trick on them, you know. <laughs> I dropped a twenty on the table, try to grease some palms. No, um, I was like, all right, you know, whatever. So I got an ID and I went about my merry way, and I haven't had a license since. My wife has to drive me around, and it's embarrassing and a pain in the ass. So, skip to present. I'm going for this new position, which I talked about in previous podcasts, and I it's a bank job, so I have to do a form called an I-9, which is basically a very official government federal form um, that proves that I am a United States citizen or whatever else I mark on the form. Um, and one thing I need, I need two forms of ID. I need my photo ID and I need a uh, social security card. So I have my social security card. My photo ID, however, is old and the where the number is it's worn off so you can't see it you can't see my birthday either it, can, it doesn't show what year i was born um so they said i'm sorry we can't accept this it needs to be it needs to have this and that and it needs to have the current address and all that bullshit all right so i was like okay so i go i don't want to go to the dmv so i go on the website and i go to order an id and it says you cannot order an id because you have a driver's license and in the state of arizona you cannot have both and I'm like, great. Now, now I'm gonna. Now it's gonna tell me I don't have a driver's license and I can't have an ID <laughs> and I'm fucked. So, just for just to see what would happen, I go to the order of driver's license. It let me order a driver's license straight away. Oh shit! No problems. I paid thirty bucks to be here on Tuesday. So I'm like, okay. They charged me. Mm-hmm. They're sending it. I have a tracking number. I already know. You know stuff like that. So what happened? Yeah, you know. So I go online, and I don't want to call the DMV because if it was a mistake, I don't want to. Oh, <laughs> let, let let me fix that for you. you right, know? right. Um, so I go online. I find out when it's a different state. This is Arizona specifically. In a lot of cases, when if it's not a moving violation, or it wasn't no violent, no one got hurt. Yeah. Um. Once it goes to collections. After a certain period, they just – they don't care anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know that. So based on what I read on this website, which is a website that kind of compiles information of driving laws for every state. I can't remember the website. Um, I don't think they need a plug. You know? <laughs> um, so based on this, I could have gotten my driver's license a year ago because mm. it is a substantial amount of time. It's like three – about three years that you have to wait. Right. So I'm like, so I have a driver's license again? Hmm. See, good things come to those who wait. <laughs> right. Until you get pulled but, over um, and they're like, hey. Hey, what the fuck is this? No, so, and it did say on the website, while Arizona will give you a driver's license, it might not work in other states. Right. That don't reserve this this limitation and stuff like that. I'm like, well, I never leave this state anyway. And if I do, I go to Steve's house and we take the bus. Right. So I don't really care, (laughs) you know, but, um, this is, this was excellent news. Like if I can get my driver's license back, it's going to be cool. Yeah. You know, cause right now it takes 20, my, my job is 20 miles away. Oh yeah. So it's good. So that's 20, 20 there, 20 back. Yeah. But every day, my wife takes me to work. So it's 40 each trip because she has to go there, come back, then go there, come back. Oh, right, right, right. So it's 80 fucking miles a day just to get to work. Damn. It's ridiculous. You know, when it's just downtown, it's really not that ridiculous. Right. And um, so 
fuck yeah. <laughs> be driving to work like a boss. Yeah. What's she going to do when you're at work with the car? I don't know, nap. <laughs> you don't need I mean, there'll, there'll be days where... There'll be <laughs> days where what? You're going to be like, you don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> right. There'll, of course, be days where she'll, she'll still have to drop me off anyway because she's going to need the car. We only have one. Right. You know, shut up. Hey. Stupid phone. Um, <laughs> but it's great to know that... You know, it's just nice to. It sounds stupid, but it's nice to know that I could drive myself around. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I've had my driver's license since I was fif- fifteen and seven months. I went the day I was allowed to get it. <laughs> I passed the driving test and the written test on that same day. Not like most teenagers nowadays. I have to take it fifteen times before they right. fucking get it. I don't know why these people get licenses. I think if you fail it three times, you got to wait till you're twenty-one. Oh right. You're <laughs> obviously a fucking moron. It's it's not hard. <laughs> um, never had anything on my perfectly clean record, except for that one cigarette. Yeah, and that's not even a moving violation. That's just another. That's what's they what's it's called littering. Fucking yeah. that's all it is. It's just because it was California. Yeah, California. And, and I and I was reading about that. They send you to court all the time so they can charge you more because then they have to charge you court fees and shit. Right. You know, fucking L.A. Yep, that's what they do. So. If the license comes in and it's it has val it looks valid, that's good enough for me. I'll put it in my wallet and <laughs> call it a day. But I still can't fucking drive. My wife won't let me drive because I need to get my new glasses and my depth perception is off. Oh fuck it. So you know I threw a fit. I'm like, I can see fucking fine. As you walk right into a door. <laughs> Don't <Yeah. laughs> just because but she, but she is, even though I gave her shit, she's right. I do bump into things sometimes. Like because these glasses are like three years old. So you go, hey, I bump into things because I want to. Right. It's my fucking choice. America. Don't tell me how to live. Yeah. <laughs> tell me how to live my life. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, on Friday. Um, I don't know if the, those of you that, you know, listen to social media. Apparently, um, on Friday was a, uh, how should I say, National Ho- uh, Donut Day on Friday. Right. So at my, which was so stupid. I saw people stand. The line was like twenty minutes long at Krispy Kreme for one donut. They were giving it away. Yeah, but still, it's one fucking. What's that? Fifty cents? <laughs> Seriously. But uh, uh, we, I was uh, one of the guys that I work with. Uh, you know, got there early. He was walking around. He's like, "Fuck, nobody bought donuts. It's National Donut Day." He goes, and right across the street from us is a donut shop. He goes, oh, I'll just go get donuts. So he went and he bought a dozen donuts, brought them back to work. And one of the girls that I work with was like, oh, I can't believe he brought donuts. <sighs> I can't have one. I can't have one. I go, but it's National Donut Day. And then she's like, yeah. And I go, it's a holiday. I go, I mean, I can understand if you don't want it, if you don't like America. <laughs> and... <laughs> Behind the me, flag yeah. Behind me, the 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 other girl that I work with goes Merka without skipping a beat. Like after I said that, she's like Merka. That's right. <laughs> and then later, I saw it with a donut. I go, I go. You love this country, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is she's probably getting into it. Like I do love this country. <laughs> I know. I can't spit in the face of America. I got. As she slowly stands up to give her speech about eating donuts, you hear, 
Flag on flails from the ceiling. A soft wind flies in. <laughs> Lands on her your... shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> She's not... the, the, uh, the breeze is gently waving the flag, you know, rippling behind you. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to this and you don't live in the United States, we're making fun of the over-patriotism that happens <laughs> in this country. Oh, there has to be a lot of rifles, too. <laughs> right. I want a 21-gun salute just for the donut. <laughs> oh, my God. George Washington came. Twice. He rose from the grave <laughs> twice. <laughs> Chopped down a donut tree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right. I think it's time we dip into some news. <laughs> oh man, it's so news seems to in, uh, to increase in recent weeks when reports came out that Disney was moving forward with the third installment of the Tron franchise. After a poor, sh- poor showing of Tomorrowland, it seems that Disney has had some cold feet about moving forward with the sequel. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Disney has decided to shelve the third film, even though Tron Legacy's director Joseph Kosinski claims to be working on the film and Olivia Wilde claimed to be returning to the role she created in the previous film. Sources say Disney is saying that they decided to let the film go, which was slated to begin production later this year in Vancouver, although sources say the film was never officially greenlit. Their sources also claim that uh, Disney was interested in adding Jared Leto to the cast, but an offer and negotiation never ha- had never commenced. The film was called a lackluster installment, given that it only made $170 million domestically, but managed to bring in $400 million with worldwide receipts. As people didn't take to the film here, this, uh, this thought process cl- explains why the movie studio is not is why movie studios are looking towards worldwide grosses as opposed to domestic. Uh, it's seen, now, Disney has been doing really good with their live-action versions of their traditional Disneyland properties like Maleficent and Cinderella. You got Jungle Book coming out, and there's another one coming out later this year too, I think. But uh, Tomorrowland, which was Disney's really first attempt at an original sci-fi piece, was a gamble for the studio, but with the success of Avengers, Age of Ultron, Cinderella, and the upcoming Star Wars, The Force Awakens, it's easy to see how Disney would swallow this bitter, bitter pill. However, if you want to make something happen with a science fiction department, you, should start it off, you shouldn't have started it off with a preachy, topical, sci-fi-esque movie like Tomorrowland. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, given the fact that Tron legacy uh you know tron uh what was this the tron legacy uh was good but i think people thought it was going to be a little more you know wham bam not quite as deep as it was even though Mm -hmm. so those people never saw the original tron film which was pretty much the same kind of movie um i don't know i just think it's a little weird that uh that they would say yes and then pull it. So, I don't know. Maybe Kaczynski was thinking it was going to get. Maybe they were putting some feelers out. And he thought, oh, hey, we're going through with this. And then it just fell apart. But I don't think you should. I would like to see what they would have done with the third one. But, you know, I don't know. Kind of seemed okay with just ending it with the sequel. I don't know. I just want to see Olivia Wilde. I don't really fucking care about... 
what movie it is, <laughs> what she's doing. She could just stand there, really. Right. I mean, you're talking to the guy who went to go see um, the Lazarus Project in the theater. Because of Olivia Wilde. When the last horror movie I saw in the theater was Chucky 2. <laughs> or whatever, the Child's Play 2. When I was like six. <laughs> and I walked out of that one. Jeez. I was scared, you know, so. Right. But, uh, I don't know. Well, actually, I went with a bunch of friends. and When you were six? Not with the, no, when I went to the Lazarus Project. Oh, okay. I was like, damn. <laughs> my mother took me to take Child's Play. It was so funny because this is how hardcore my mom is. Like, of course, she didn't choose to take me there just because. Like, she she kept telling me over and over again. Like, from the point when the movie was in the theater to we went and saw it when it was almost out of the theater. Just for weeks, she's telling me, you can't go see this movie. It's a fucking horror movie. You're not going to – you're going to get scared, whatever. I kept begging her. She's like, fine. I hope you get scared. I hope you have fucking nightmares then. I got fed up. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to wait outside like a bitch because I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be in here anymore. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. By the way, and this is just for Steve to know. You can um, say it on the podcast. Oh, that's, well, now I have to say it because I mentioned something. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, maybe the, you know, maybe everybody needs to know the um, snow, the blue microphone snowball microphones. Oh, right. The really good ones on sale. Thirty dollars off right now on Amazon. So what are they? A hundred and hundred bucks. They're usually a hundred bucks, which is still pretty good. Right. They're sixty nine dollars now, and I think I'm going to be making the switch to these, man. Get yeah. real serious. Get a nice pair of yeah. Use those new headphones. It's just a for the headpiece. Yeah. Well, I'll just get nicer headphones and without a mic. And you'd be like, I, case them and shit. That's right. I'll attack. I'll, I'll even get because for an additional fourteen dollars, I can get a fucking swivel arm. Be like Howard Stern over here. <laughs> so, hey Robin, tell me about your breast again. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call you Robin the entire time, <laughs> and you're gonna like it. Oh man. Um. So, for the topic that should have been told off the podcast, link is sent. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> back to our regularly scheduled programs so we all know i'm not even gonna pretend that nobody knows this happened but sony got hacked pretty fucking hard really um yeah last it was it last year yeah last yeah, year, it was last year. Later. um sony pictures entertainment was hacked so like the big company was hacked it wasn't just a playstation network or anything like that um, we're talking private internal emails with sensitive information and private conversation, embarrassing conversations were released. Um, details on actors and uh, movies coming out and all that bullshit. It even sparked the um, the whole North Koreans were – the FBI pointed at the North Koreans because they were angry about the Seth Rogen – Oh, um, yeah. the interview film and then the North Koreans denied it and it just all oh, it was a big thing um, so there's going to be a documentary now which I'm actually pretty interested in because when they when that was happening it was one of those things that was like and, and they're calling this the 9-11 of cybersecurity like that's how big it was yeah that's what I heard I was like 
was like, that's pretty fucking that that's a that's a bold statement. Nine eleven <laughs> anything. Um so the reason the documentary is gonna be good is because one, it's made by two gentlemen. Um where are their names? Um Jahani No Jaim. I'm pronouncing these wrong and I apologize. Um, and Kareem Amir. I pronounced that one right. Everybody can go fuck themselves. Um, <laughs> now, they've worked on some uh, documentaries. One notable one is Oscar-nominated 2011 um, documentary on the Egyptian Revolution, which I actually watched. Very well done. And the reason I liked it is because they didn't bullshit you. you know, they, they were just telling you what was happening. And when the Sony thing was going on, the news was bullshitting every they didn't even know what was going on right so there was a lot of misinformation and a lot of nonsense being thrown around so it's going to be cool to watch this cuz it's going to we're going to find out like what exactly went down and stuff cuz we're talking 100 estimated 100 million US dollars that's what the cost of the cyber attack was to sony wow i'm surprised i have a ps4 at this point that's expensive <laughs> i know right you know what I mean? Like, th- and then that shows just how rich this company is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll write you a check. Jesus. But that documentary, there wasn't a date attached to it, but I would expect it maybe at the end of the year, early 2016. Um, yeah. I mean, are you going to watch it? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely check it. I, I, it's funny. I'm into documentaries. I am too. Yeah, I like uh, sitting down, and that's the one thing I like about Netflix is you can kind of always catch up on some like, oh, that's cool docu. That would be a cool documentary. Netflix has a shit ton of fucking documentaries. Oh yeah, all from. I think they have a few that are specific to Netflix too. Yeah, there's some new ones that they have uh, of their original content deal. And the thing I like about Netflix is is like they have documentaries like about gaming and stuff like that because they know their target audience, you know. Oh yeah. So they have some interesting stuff. It's not just World War II documentaries. Like, yeah. They have they have some stuff about more modern technical things. Yeah, and, the Atari one and you know, Game yeah. Over and a lot of those. So yeah. But I yeah, I still I'll have to fucking watch that too. Gotta, it's it's a it's a cool little throwback one. You should I feel watch like that. it's just going to depress me. So make me sad. It'll make you nostalgic. You'll first feel sad and then you'll feel a little bit of nostalgia. America. <laughs> You'll watch it if you love America. <laughs> oh, now I have to watch. Exactly. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on into gaming news. And this news should perk uh, Adam's attention. Mm-hmm. Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, brings yes. the first three Uncharted games to the PlayStation 4 on October 9th. And with it, access to the Uncharted 4, a Thiefs and multiplayer beta. Uh, the ported collection for, of the PlayStation 3 Uncharted games, which was leaked a bit early, is hitting the PlayStation Store ad on their mobile site last night, with uh, or the night before this article was printed, uh, without any details. Uh, the in- collection will include Uncharted Drake's Fortune, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, and Uncharted 3 D- Drake's Deception, all ported by Bluepoint Games, according to the PlayStation blog story. Uh, all three games will be playable with 1080p at 60 frames per second with better lighting, texture, models, according to the story. They'll also include photo mode and new trophies. Uh, more specific on improvements to the more specific on the improvements to the ports were promised, but at a future date, most likely probably E3 is what I'm assuming. Uh, if you pre-order the collection, you get. 
the Nathan Drake pack, which includes single-player skins from Drake outfits, as well as everyone's favorite weapon, the Golden AK-47, and the Golden 92FS guns. If you pre-order the digital download via PlayStation Store, you'll get, also get an Uncharted Nathan Drake collection PS4 dynamic theme as an immediate download. I'm actually kind of excited that you said Bluepoint. Um, I pulled them up real quick. They're actually a very well-known um, company that specializes in ports, and they do an excellent job. And a few of their um, credentials, they did do the God of War collection, um, the Ico and Shadow of Col Colossus collection, the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. They also ported um, Titanfall, something a little oh, newer. Yeah. Um, and they, they just recently ported, um, you can go to their news, they just recently ported Flower which was a huge game on the PS3 for a while. They ported it over. Well, it wasn't recent, but that was one of the last things they did to uh, the PS4 and the Vita. And those were flawless when they came out. But it's um, they're, they're really good at what they do. So that I'm excited that it's them and not some shit. But Sony would always pick one of the best, especially on one of their flagship. Yeah, especially um, when you're dealing with... Uh, uh the supposedly the last Uncharted game coming to the PlayStation 4, you knew they were going to drop the last yeah. three in a port. But yeah, I'm excited about this because I actually have never played an Uncharted game. Yeah. I've I missed all of them for some... You know how there would be a series that everybody played and just somehow you missed it? Oh, like, yeah. You're just like you were into something else, or maybe you were taking a little break from gaming or something, and you just missed it. <laughs> I completely missed this entire oh, yeah. fucking series. Gears of War is that that's been that way for me. I've missed all the Gears of War games. I played the first two. Those are those are pretty good. Yeah, but I don't play them now because you know PlayStation for life. <laughs> you know, so see, see, Steve, Steve has multiple consoles. All my consoles are Sony. Yeah, there's an Xbox in the house. But it's in my daughter's room, and I don't go in there. Well, I have an Xbox. I haven't used it in a while. But, I mean, I have on the PlayStation 3, I have um, all three of the Uncharted games. But, I don't know. Might have to might have to dip in for that PS4. Well, that's the thing, though. The Uncharted games were already known for being gorgeous on the PS3. Oh, I know. So I can only imagine how good they're going to look now. Skate, 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 skate. Skate, 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 skate. When you so. buy it, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear the Star Spangled Banner. The American flag's gonna drop down behind you. Yes. And you gotta buy it if you love America. Yep. That's the theme. <laughs> if you, that's the name of the podcast. If you, <laughs> if love, you love America. America. Dot dot dot. <laughs> well, I mean, if you love America, you'll do it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ultimate guilt trip. <laughs> like, well, Jesus. <laughs> now, speaking of America. Let's talk about one that's been blown up. <laughs> and uh, gamers will know what I'm talking about. Fallout 4 was finally announced. Took enough, took long enough. I know. Bethesda. Bethesda loves were, it. The rumors were going around for years. Bethesda fucking loves it. Oh, yeah. They're oh. one of the companies that them and Blizzard, I think, are the two. They love to make you fucking squirm. See, like, EA will make you squirm with, with games, but that's because you're nervous that it's going to fucking be good or not. <laughs> you know, but Bethesda, you know the game is going to be good. It's at least going to be good yeah. and most likely going to be great. So you're like, fuck, just tell me. <laughs> so Stop teasing me. <laughs> I actually wrote a little bit of a lengthy article on this what? one. But, oh, um, yeah, well, I know why. <laughs> right. 
If you hit thelazygeeks.com, we have the trailer up. Now, the trailer is cool, you know, if you're a Fallout fan or you're a fan of these kind of games, but it isn't really spectacular when it comes to trailers. It's not it's not over the top dramatic. It's not going to make you sit on the edge of your seat unless you've just been waiting for Fallout 4. Right. Um, it's a very somber uh, it's a good trailer. It's very well put together, but it's it's somber in it. It um it shows some details of the game, but not blatant. So you have to kind of be paying attention, and I think you have to know a little bit about the Fallout universe too to really notice. Um, one, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Set in Boston, right. keeping it real. Okay, <laughs> we saw a rundown Fenway Park and a few other landmarks as well. Um. Another thing is there seem now they didn't officially say if we're going to get to use it in the game, but there seems to be a dog yeah. with the uh, main character. So that would be an excellent mechanic. Have a little pet with you. Um, we did see a um, a power suit in uh, in a building, which leads us leads me to believe anyway that we might have access to said suits in the game. Um, now, if that happens, it'll most likely be in a storyline thing or something like right. that, because that's kind of OP to <laughs> be in a power suit the whole fucking time. Um, You're Iron Man now? Yeah, I know. Be flying Basically. around going, I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you say. Though. That's all you say the entire time. <laughs> um, we, do, we do know the your character, the one you play as, is from Vault 111, um, which I thought was funny in the news. It's like, and there's a new vault. It's like, yeah, well, we're in a new city. <laughs> those vaults in all the major cities like pay attention um <laughs> now i even put the time i said the trailer was released at 7 a.m pacific wow it's very important yeah yeah um two things i want to say and then i'll steve can say whatever he likes um one is they they announced they, when they did this fast and got it out of the way, they announced the console or the platforms it's out for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Notably, no PS3 and Xbox 360. I'm happy about this decision. Um, I think that not having to cater to the older consoles will allow them to really take full advantage of the newer hardware. Keep in mind that he only says this because he does have a newer console now. Yes, if I didn't, I would be very upset. Actually, I could buy it for PC or my PS4. Do whatever the fuck I want because I'm, you know, I'm for, I'm about that life. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is glee and excitement. So the last the last Fallout game was Fallout New Vegas, a decent game, but the worst part about it was you went from Fallout Three, which was in Washington D.C. You're in the sprawling city. There's buildings all fucked up, and it was just crazy. And then they moved to and, – and, and New Vegas was basically a spinoff. Right. Um, and you moved to New Vegas. Now, New Vegas was mostly empty desert. Yeah. And it's almost like they made a Skyrim-esque <laughs> feeling of space, but it didn't work because it's Fallout. Right. You know, and it, there would be moments where you're standing looking around. It doesn't even look like it's the – the fucking any bombs dropped it just looks like you're fucking an asshole in the desert <laughs> you're just chilling in the mojave right so a lot of people are excited about that we're going to get back to a major city and there's there's some story story leaks going on uh there's a there's an organization this has been mentioned the reason it's bought the reason boston is even better too is because in previous games we've heard of an organization called the commonwealth um and that they were doing weird 
something that they and it was never fully fleshed out, but something they were doing was causing it so robots didn't want to go near them. Like they were fucking with their heads and the programmings and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. thinking about. Um, people are theorizing about uh, AI and and some weird shit. My kid's going nuts. My yeah. wife, <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, but that's going to be very interesting. And I'm also from some. <laughs> she does it. She's just a screamer. She's really fine. Um, the they were showing some stills from the trailer. And Bethesda loves to do this side by side with stills from Blade Runner, and they and they basically per- perfectly match, which is leading people to believe that a lot of you're going to hear in that in the Fallout Four storyline is going to kind of follow what happened in Blade Runner, kind of almost like a like inspired by. And Blade um, Runner is a fucking great movie. Oh yeah. So that whole storyline about the robots just being mistreated, stuff like that. So. That's going to be cool. This game is going to be cool. And there's another reason, real quick, why it's so awesome when a Fallout game's released. Because the next one will be a new fucking Elder Scrolls game. It just keeps on coming, people. <laughs> keeps on coming. Stop what do you have to say? Um, looking forward to this. I uh, never really played New Vegas. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was looking. Look, uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. And. You know, I I remember when I saw it though, I was like, "Oh, Adam's gonna like flip shit over this one." And uh, oh, I told Steve that when when I saw it was official, I was at work and I stood up <laughs> at my desk and told everyone. No one cared. Yeah. I was like, "No, you don't understand." And they're like, "What's <laughs> Fallout? You don't understand." <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> I hope you die on the way home. <laughs> no, but uh, another thing, if uh, going to the Blizzard, the I'm sorry, the Bethesda site, um, there's no official release date, obviously, but listed on the Bethesda online store to be announced 2015. Oh. So I'm thinking this might be a holiday release. Oh, possibly. And, and that that makes sense because Bethesda has done that before, where their their teaser only comes months before the release. Because you gotta th- you gotta think, when was the last Fallout game? I mean, they've been working on this for a while. Yeah. You know, so this is a good year. Yeah, this is gonna be fucking games coming out this year that I'm really digging. Yeah, this is gonna be a good year for original content. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think this will this will be pretty fucking awesome i'll definitely be playing it uh add it to the list the ever-growing list of 2015 games the effort the unobtainable list at this point <laughs> i know right i need to get a second job to <laughs> buy this list i'm glad i got that promotion at work i need something to yeah, i know jesus <laughs> pay for these games well now that i got the promotion i can afford half the list i know right you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on into comic news after killing 33 comics in the new uni- in the universe, Marvel will launch between 55 to 60 new comics starting from issue one this fall, according to interviews from Marvel execs with uh, several publications. Uh, was announced last week. Marvel's Secret War storyline is taking place now, and in the end, the Marvel universe and the Ultimate Universe will reset and and be free of much of the continuity that built up over the decades. The all-new, all-different Marvel continuity will resume eight months after the events of Secret Wars. The new titles will be released over three to four months, and they are... and they... 
And when they are, readers can expect some serious changes. Uh, quote, we put an onus on the, on the creators to come up with big changes in the lives of the characters, whether it's Spider-Man or Ms. Marvel or Daredevil or the Hulk, Marvel uh, editor-in-chief Axel Alonso told USA Today, we're going to be looking at, in certain cases, new characters inhabiting those roles and new characters dealing with profound changes in the relationships with others around them and where they live. We changed everything. Everybody to come. We challenged everybody to come up with the right. Oh shit! Uh, expletive deleted. Uh, <laughs> reveal of the new of their characters to shake it up and make it interesting. All of those at Marvel didn't offer any specifics. They did say that each one no, issue number one will begin with establishing a new status quo. The new order, Alonzo said, is being foreshadowed in Secret Wars. Quote: Secret Wars is planting the seeds or laying down the building blocks of the new marvel universe alonzo told entertainment weekly nothing will nothing we do in secret wars is irrelevant for how the marvel universe will be moving forward so whether it's characters places artifacts are being introduced in secret wars all of those are going to be part of the blend of the marvel universe moving forward so keep an eye on characters like old man logan the maestro from future imperfect uh keep an eye on key characters key places key artifacts because it could very well be that they're here to stay to complicate things moving forward. Uh, Alonzo also hinted to Mashable that the all-new, all-different Marvel is not entirely blank slate. Two examples, the new female Thor and Black Captain America were not short-term changes. We deeply, we are deeply invested in those characters, he said. Some of the com uh, changes comic readers can expect are a new Spider-Man, a new Wolverine, and according to Alonzo, a Hulk like no fan has ever seen before. He told Mashable that the same people who went crazy with female Thor will have a field day with this one. To those who may be apprehensive about the enormous changes to Marvel, Marvel SVP for sales and marketing David Gabriel had some reassurance. This is simple. This is Marvel, and if you loved Marvel all these years, you're going to continue to love it. Once in a while, the comic book industry, comic book publishers like to re press the reset button on their rat's nest of storylines and characters, and sometimes decades-long storylines determine what can and can't be done. It makes things simpler, bringing them back to basics. DC Comics did it a few years ago with the New 52, and they're doing it again with this year's Convergence. You can learn everything you need to know about DC and uh, Marvel's reset uh, resets, through Polygon actually put together a really, really cool guidelines of everything that happened in Convergence and how it's going to work in the news as well as the Secret War stuff. And it's a lot of shit that some people had a lot of time to do because <laughs> there was no way I was going to be able to do that shit. But you can check the um, check out their guidelines at, uh, at Polygon. And I'm going to put a link to the story in the show notes so you guys can go to those and check it out because... Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of shit. They, they go pretty deep on this, yeah. too. Yeah, especially like with Convergence, because a lot of people aren't sure what the whole Convergence thing was about and how that reset it. I read that, and I was like, whoa, fuck me, dude. <laughs> Convergence was a mind fuck. Yeah. And I think I think with and I think with Convergence, Convergence was done kind of sloppy, I think. But I think what's going to come out of it is going to be really good. Um, it's kind of like what, what happened seeing. with Flashpoint. Because remember when we first read Flashpoint, which was the reset of the New 52, yeah. we kind of thought the end was a little sloppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was rushed. It really did. It was either the last book or the last two books. 
or just it being just six issues at all yeah. was a little ridiculous. They could have they could have stretched it out and filtered it out a little bit more, but it just seemed like okay, we did this cool now let's just get to the meat. Right. Um I think it's an exciting time to be reading comics in general. To I be think, honest. Yeah, and it's a good time especially if you want to restart. Yeah. You know. And and I've been I've been leaning more on the Marvel side lately just seeing a lot of a lot of great stories coming out. The artwork has been really impressing me. Still love DC, you know, but I don't. Why be a fanboy when we can enjoy both? You understand exactly. what I'm talking about? Exactly. So that was one. Thing. Unless it's an Xbox One, and then you know, yeah, <laughs> waste my time with that. Well, there's there. I mean, I'm still behind. Like I know DC released a new a bunch of issue ones last week, uh, mm-hmm. or the week before when this podcast comes out. Uh, so I'm still behind on some of those. So. Yeah, so there's definitely tons to fucking read right yeah. now. And if you sit, and if you sit over, there and so. say if you if you're one of those guys that is sitting there saying fuck DC or fuck Marvel, no, fuck you. You you're you just you know what it is is you're missing out. Yeah. Because DC and Marvel have been they've both been around for so long cuz they both know what they're doing. You know, and and I think I think there's great stories on both sides of the fence and occasionally one will be better than the other. Nah. But right now I think they're both coming strong. I mean, I I did we talked about I think two or three podcasts ago and I did an article on the website um about what was going to happen in the first few issues after convergence and it was some interesting shit. Yeah. You know, I mean they're they're flipping some things upside down. You know, and and I think I think that's great and Marvel Marvel said fuck it. Yeah. And then I love how they're both going different directions with the with the whole multiverse idea. Yeah. Where Marvel's like, no, we're gonna have one, you know, one universe, and DC's like, we're bringing them all back, <laughs> <laughs> one universe to rule them all, right? <laughs> one piddly universe. <laughs> DC has millions. <laughs> so that was a bold choice for DC too. I think it was too. Yeah. So I think it's a bold choice for Marvel. Yeah, going to, on to, to say they only have one universe, and we're gonna see ultimate characters mixed in with. With uh, six one six characters, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah. What are they calling the new Marvel? It's just Marvel U, huh? Yeah, I short. Think so. Yeah. We'll see what DC calls it. They always sneak that in there, like that each each universe, the main universe of of each company will be in the other one's multiverse. I guess it's not Marvels anymore, but um, DC always has six one six somewhere. Yeah. You know, so see how they. See how they work this one out. I think there was one. There was one listing where it, you knew it, they didn't say it directly, but you knew it was six one six, and they said it was a a boring place or something. <laughs> I don't know. Just a little jab, you know. Yeah. They used to both um, both companies were pretty close to each other. Yeah. But uh, DC's moved out closer to Warner Brothers, especially with the movies and shit. So Hollywood. <laughs> Let's talk about some indie books. Yeah. Um. TV deals, man. All these books are getting TV deals now. Um, now, this is a comic that I haven't even read, but I want to read. Um, called The Wicked Plus The Divine. Um, and I'm just going to read this because it's short. Um, the Wicked Plus The Divine is a recent recent comic book series created by uh, Kieran Gillen, oh. Jamie McKelvey, and Matt Wilson. Yeah, Kieran uh, Gillen. He, did, he writes for Marvel. Yeah. Um under the Im- it's under the image flag. Yeah. 
Uh, the book has earned itself three Eisner nominations, including Best New Series, and is a hot topic in the comic book world right now. So hot, actually, that it's grabbed a deal with Universal TV for a small screen ad- adaption, adaptation, whatever. Uh, the Wicked Plus the Divine follow a group of superhumans that call themselves the Pantheon. Um, that's really the only detail I got. Like, I, ha- I couldn't read the book. I just couldn't get my hands on it fast enough. And then I, w- I didn't really want to spoil it either. Especially winning awards and shit. Go read it. Yeah. You know, um, it's already won Best Comic at the 2014 British Comic Awards. Uh, Deadline reports the book's writer, Matt Fraction. Um, Matt Fraction isn't on this shit, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Kelly Sue DeConnick. Deco- will be producing the television series under their new company, Milkfed Criminal Masterminds. <laughs> <laughs> Milkfed was recently formed to bring indie comic IPs to, to TV, st- starting with an adaptation of Sex Criminals, another of Fraction's works. I read Sex Criminals. That was good. Um, we'll have to see how this new series pans out as yet another in the long line of comics to TV adaptation. So I thought this was a big deal too, because a lot of times the indie books will get ignored. You know, now we have Supergirl and flash and all that, but right. some of the more cerebral stories come out of books like this, you know, ones that really make you think. And I, I, I'm excited to see, see more of them come on. And, um, I did pick this book up. I just haven't read it yet. Because unfortunately, my superheroes take precedence, and I haven't read those yet. So, um, but we we shall see. Yeah, yeah, I know mm-hmm. everybody's getting deals now. Now that I have PlayStation Plus, I can check out Powers. I haven't checked out that Powers. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, the dude from uh, fucking District Nine. Yeah, and District Nine, I love that fucking yeah. movie. I've seen it four times already. <laughs> love uh-huh. it. All right. Now moving on to technology news, which is basically one story. Windows 10. Uh, (laughs) uh, Hey, fuck Mac! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, both Adam and I are going to be talking about Windows 10. So my first piece is going to be everything you need to know about the Windows 10 launch. So it's a foregone conclusion that... uh, I'm just going to read my article, by the way. It's a foregone conclusion that Microsoft would be dropping their new iOS system Uh, Windows 10 during the summer. Earlier in May, it was leaked that the OS would come out on July 29th. Well, Microsoft on Monday made it official coming out on July 29th. It's be released globally for PC and tablets only. And on that date, anyone um, to on that date to anyone that is running Windows 7 and Windows 8.1. You have one year from July 29th to get your free upgrade to Windows 10, after which you will quote, continue to keep it current for the supported lifetime of the device at no cost. Basically means they're going to be supporting it like they normally do, which I always find is such a lame-ass way of saying, that's a benefit. No, that's something you've always done, so shut up. Yeah, calm Uh, down. (laughs) Exactly. No one's really sure what that meant, though, but it's probably jargon for we will support you until we move on from Windows 10. Although, when you're waiting for Windows 10 mobile version, you will have to wait a little longer as there's no firm release date for that. This should be no surprise to anyone as Apple did the same thing in reverse order for when it dropped the new OS by giving it to iPhones and iPads first and then moving it to Macs. Now, for those of you that uh, don't think uh, that don't, don't, don't think you will upgrade for free, you will have to pay 
the eventual upgrade, which will run you 119 for the basic and you receive for, um, that you would receive for free. The pro version will cost you 199 in case you don't want the free version. And upgrading from um, home to pro will run you 99 bucks. Keep in mind that many people will just need the home version, but if you like creating stuff on the PC, then by all means get the pro out the gate. It'll be cheaper. Now for the bad news. Microsoft has been quiet on the things that it will change when it go when you go to Windows 10. Software loss is inevitable. Windows Media Center, the card game hearts, and Windows 7's desktop gadgets. Uh, if you're still behind the eight ball, the and wait a minute, they're taking away gadgets? No, <laughs> <laughs> those sucked when they came out. Oh, I know, right? Uh, and if you're still behind the eight ball and use floppy disks, <laughs> one you will need to get. Uh, one, you'll need to get with the game. And two... Yeah, you need to get your priorities in line. Exactly. You'll need to install new drivers. As usual, Microsoft says that you will have to have a, quote, separate playback software in case you like to watch DVDs on your computer. Really, this is 2015, and Microsoft still has issues with the... Uh, still has issues with that. Microsoft manager Gabriel all said via Twitter that a DVD option will um, for Windows 10 will be coming at a later date. That later this year. The Verge explains some limitation to some of the cool features that Microsoft has been talking about. Cortana, if uh, that they, Cortana, which they won't shut up about, will only be available in the US, UK, China, France, Italy, Germany, and Spain at launch. Remember when they said um, Windows... Look at Spain sneaking in. I know, right? <laughs> uh, remember when they said that Windows Hello would support biometric passwords? Well, you're going to need to get an infrared camera for facial recognition or supported fingerprint reader, as well as Xbox Music and Xbox Video streaming apps will be held up by the usual region-based licenses. Uh, now, for the really bad news, Microsoft Windows Update will no longer give you the option to defer or avoid, or avoid updates. Home users will have it automatically updated as soon as they become available. So if they have a bad one and it fucks up your system, you and everybody else that will suffer that at the same time. Pro and enterprise users will be able to defer the updates, but they will need to download. They will need to be downloaded at some point. Uh, lastly, you will know if your aging computer will be able to handle the new operating system. Granted, the specifications are rather low, but you get the idea. In order to download Windows 10, your PC, your tablet or PC needs to have a 1 gigahertz processor, 1 gig of RAM, 16 gigs of storage, and a display resolution of 1024 by 600. If you're running a 64-bit version, they are a little higher, but on the website you can check out um, you can check out the full specs there. Keep in mind those minimum requirements are lower than Windows 8. Yeah. And I'm I'm I am very impressed that they've they've been able to increase the visuals as well as the usability and still bring down the requirements. So that definitely means they're getting ma management of their resources down. But well, didn't, didn't that happen with Vista? Because remember, Vista used to use so much resources, and then when they released seven, yeah, they got it under control. Yeah, yeah. Vista and Windows eight were what I like to refer to as beta versions yeah because they're they're the ones that screw it up and then microsoft learns and then they make their next version and it's good right so you know that's fine and actually the only thing i was kind of like really was the was the update thing yeah. um we were talking about the dvd choice and 
I know at first when they did it with Windows 8, I was kind of like, what the fuck? Hey, think about it from a business point. It's nine times out of ten, people are not using Windows Media Player at all. Yeah. So they can't get rid of Windows Media Player because then that would be like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, right. you give me an OS and I can't play music. Right, right. Um, so now they're like, okay, fine. They're going to get a third party. They're going to get VLC or something like that. We just don't have to pay the licensing fees then. You know, so right. I get it. And honestly, I just download VLC anyway as soon as <laughs> as soon as I get a new OS installed. Yeah. So it it doesn't matter to me, but I'm very excited about Windows 10. I've, I've liked everything that I've seen so far. Um, moving on, you've pretty much gone through all the things that they were cutting. Let me double check real quick. Um, updates, gadgets, DVDs. Oh, so a lot of people are like, well, what version am I going to get if I get the free upgrade? Oh, right. Um, so if you have Windows 7 Home Premium, Windows 7 Professional, Windows 7 Ultimate, Windows 8 Pro with Media Center, or Windows 8.1. Oh, no, this is just saying that Windows Media Center is being removed. Oh, fuck it. I won't read. And I'll just explain it. Um, if you have Windows 7 Basic... I'm sorry for you. Um, <laughs> if you have Windows 7 Home, or if you have, was Home Professional in that? Or Home? No, it's Windows Basic and then Home Premium. Right. If you have Home Home Premium or Basic, your Windows 10 upgrade will be Windows 10 Home. If you have anything above that, you're going to get Windows 10 Professional. And, of course, if you have Enterprise Windows 7, you're going to get Enterprise Home, I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if Enterprise extends into the free thing. Um, the same thing, I mean, now you can pretty much guess how Windows 8 works. If you have Windows 8 Home or Basic, whatever the fuck they called it, um, you're going to get Home Windows 10. And, and if you had Pro, then you're going to get Professional. Um, so that's cool because I got Windows 7 Professional. <laughs> so I'm going to step my game up. Um, other than that, now, this was – it was kind of weird that this was even an issue because Windows 10 lets you – or Windows 8 lets you do this. So I don't know why they were worried about Windows 10. Um, the Now, I'm not saying just specifically Windows 10 or, or just broadly Windows 10, but specifically the the upgrade. The upgrade will allow you to do a clean install, okay? Because any tech person is going to tell you upgrades are usually kind of – they're kind of dirty. It's like a dirty way of doing it. Yeah. And you you can get some glitches and stuff like that. It's always best to do a clean install of a new OS. Now, the only thing that's kind of left up in the air is the way it's been worded so far is that you have you would have to install the upgrade and then you can clean install by making a disk from your Windows 10 install. If that's the way it kind of sucks cuz it's an extra step. But like I said, the Windows 8 upgrade let you do a clean install too. It would give you a choice, you know, which it has built into the OS now too. It's the reset, the reset refresh thing. Right. So I'm happy that that feature isn't going out either. Um, this big, the big moments, man. Windows 10. I think Windows 10 is gonna fucking kill it. This is the one. Yeah. Well, there's still a chance for them to screw it up. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm 
I mean, some of the stuff they're taking away, it's like, whatever, it's no big deal. And, it's uh, just rinky-dink shit. It is, and, you know, I... I Really looking forward to it because I like the fact, you know, from what I've seen thus far, it really looks like a good melding of both seven and eight. Right. So, you know, we'll have to we'll have to see how it comes out in January, and I guarantee you, you'll be hearing from us come around, and around that time is when we're going to hit our probably our two hundredth episode. So. Oh yeah. That'll be uh, that'll be a good time for that. So, um. And by the way, you can check out these uh, these stories on the website, Adams and mine, on thelazygeeks.com. So, many times people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. Now, This Week's This Bitch is... Now, everybody's been talking about the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. And, you know, it's like, whatever. Um... Yeah, you know, people are like, oh, this person's a hero. No, they're not a hero, you know, or, oh, brave. Yeah. Why is it brave for him? But other people that go through this, you know, that that aren't celebrities. What about them? You know, Uh, so and I'm still not entirely convinced that it's not a publicity stunt. Uh, However, (laughs) I have words about that, too. (laughs) But this one here is kind of on this one here is one of those that's just like. Oh, really? Now, this particular story comes from foxsports.com. A petition posted on change.org recently is asking the International Olympic Committee to revoke Caitlyn Jenner, you know, Bruce Jenner's, gold medals won in the decathlon at the 1976 Summer Olympics when she was Bruce Jenner. The petition started by Jennifer Branford of uh, Fort Worth, Texas, claims the revocation would, quote, support the transgendered community in quote says that the supporters are making a request quote with a heavy heart and adds that the only way jennifer would allow would be allowed or jenner would be allowed to retain the gold medals is if he could prove that quote bruce jenner and caitlin jenner are entirely two different people here is the petition in full dear olympic committee international olympic committee it has recently come to light that a that gold medals bruce jenner was in fact transgendered and therefore identifies as a woman we congratulate ms jenner on these new developments and wish her the best however this creates somewhat of a problem as ms jenner as talented as she is claims that she has always believed herself to be a true be truly female and therefore was in violation of the community rules regarding women competing in men's sports and vice versa therefore it is with a heavy heart that we must ask whether or not (laughs) yeah is to the proper uh that whether or not it is proper that miss jenner should retain her gold records uh olympic records in light of this as we must now claim either claim that bruce jenner and caitlin jenner are entirely two different people which we know is not true or that bruce jenner was in fact a woman participating in a men's event it's only fair to all involved that women receive their credit as champions of the decathlon uh which was misspelled by the way and that the men's that the men racing miss jenner are not expected to compete with a superior streamlined being such as herself we urge miss jenner to support the transgender community by giving up the medals earned by competing against the wrong gender Thank you and congratulations to Miss Jenner for her courage. Hashtag, hashtag give back the gold. 
Um, when this article was posted last week, as of last Thursday, the petition garnered 9,000 supporters. Um, yeah. Um, I love the wording on this because it's such elegant way of saying um, I'm, I don't like transgendered people. Yeah, I don't and, know. I don't like what he's doing, and yeah. he doesn't deserve the medals. Anymore. And and he, in, to support the transgendered community, he should be giving up the medals by competing against Roger. No, in fact, if he if he identified himself as a woman and was considered a woman at the time, then by all means, beat all the men, and yeah. should keep the medals and be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, because under typical sexist protocol, right, she should be the one. That has the disadvantage. Right. Which I don't personally believe. But, you know, we're thinking along the lines of these people. Look, in this particular situation, I completely agree he should keep – he, she. Whatever. <laughs> let's say she. That's what that's what she wants to be called. Right, right. Right. She, she, she earned the medals back then. Yeah. We all know it. We've seen the videos. She's also the only talented person in that entire family. Right. <laughs> That you actually know, did something. That actually did something. Did something for America. Okay? Because if you love America. If you love America, you love him. Her. What? <laughs> I'm not trying to be fucked up. I'm just, I'm, you know. Yeah. I'm trying to train my brain. To, you don't usually switch genders for an individual when you're speaking about them. Unless you're playing um, a video game, in which case, you know, you're going. Yeah, like, well. Use, use like a potion. I can change my character. Or, <laughs> or, you're, or you're in Street Fighter and, you know, you just go ahead and I'm not going to play with her. I'm going to use him this time. Yeah. Um, now, that's obvious. You know, the people saying that the metal should be taken away are, are probably old and dumb. So it doesn't it's irrelevant. I do have something now that I'm on a public space and I've said this a few times to a few people. And that's it for the show. <laughs> no. First and foremost, I completely support the decision. If she wants, if she identifies as a woman, it's her body. She can do whatever she wants. It's it's none of my business right. what she's doing. But that's the point. It's none of my business. So about the publicity stunt, we all have to remember that this family is the definition of a publicity of attention horse. They're, yeah. they're they're just they need attention. And the only one who didn't get attention was her. Yeah. Okay? So and and again, the only one with any talent. So it's it's kind of disappointing to me to even see that the pandering that's going on. Yeah. Because every news thing and and blah 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 you don't ha first of all, what you're doing has already been done. You're not going to walk on Mars. Right. right, people have been doing this for years. It's it's not impressive to me. You made a choice. You changed it. Great, move on. Go fucking do something now. Yeah, you know. And I'm, I posted something on Facebook, and I don't want to be that guy, but <laughs> I posted some recently. Akon, he's a he's a singer, oh, yeah, singer yeah, yeah, yeah. slash rapper. He recently, um, he's been part of a program, and, and they were successful. It's a uh, solar power program he's going to give, I think it's 6 million Africans electricity. Yeah. The, these people don't have elect something that we use, I'm using right now. Like yeah. Things that, that we take for granted, they're getting this, and, and that's going to provide heat. 
and air conditioning and stuff like that. It's going to save lives. Nobody fucking cares because everybody's paying attention to someone cutting their fucking dick off. Right. It's not fucking important. It's shit like this is why other countries laugh at us because we care about this dumb, insignificant bullshit. Yeah. It's just stupid. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's not even controversial. It's 2015. Who cares? Exactly. It's like this person made a choice. Let them make their choice and live their life. And I always say we do- when, you know, we don't- when I talk about oh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say we don't have to call someone a hero just because they're famous in doing something. Yeah. It's like, it's like no, this has been done before by people day in, day out. Why is, why is he so much of a hero? Because, oh, because he's a person of status? It's like, why? What does it matter? It shouldn't matter. That's the definition of being, you know, uh, that's the definition of being a one, uh, what do you call it? A singular society where all this shit doesn't matter. It's like, oh, they did that? Cool. And then move on with the day. We don't have to sit there and praise someone for doing something. Oh, there's people that deserve praise. Akon deserves praise for what he's doing. Yeah. And many other things that have happened, I'm sure, in the time span that everyone's been caring about someone getting a new vagina. <laughs> like it's it's and I always I always whenever I talk about this with with people at work cuz it's definitely water cooler conversation. Oh, you yeah. know, of course, you know. It's just not important, but it's definitely something you chat with your friends about and thought provoking or whatever. But um I always lead with I completely support what he did, blah, blah, blah. Because this is one of those things where as soon as you go, who fucking cares, whatever, they're going to think you're a fucking bigot. That's the problem is that these news news people are picking up on it for two reasons. One, they know that everyone's going to give a shit for some unknown reason. And two, because if they don't, someone's going to call them a bigot because they didn't point it out. They didn't praise her for doing what she's doing. Yeah. You, I, why? No one praised me for going to work yesterday. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, well, it's I, just so stupid. Like, man. yeah, my office, it's predominantly women that work there. And they're like, what do you think? What do you think? And I go, I don't care. I go, and they're like, you don't care? And I go, no, because that person's life doesn't affect me at all. Like, what, what, they, what they do doesn't affect me. It doesn't enrich my life. It doesn't, you know, uh impact it deter it doesn't impact it negatively it's like cool good for you i'm moving on with my life because i have other shit to deal with it's like i don't I, you know it's like i, I don't understand uh, understand it so but you know but back to the to the article at point you're an idiot yeah <laughs> you, you, you you were it, it was such it was such well constructed hate bigotry there that it was just almost masterful in a in a way of basically saying because i don't believe in what you're doing i don't like what you're doing and because you made this choice you should not represent this country america uh and and have these and have an asterisk next to your name yeah because it definitely has nothing to do with anything legitimate because it happened in the 70s i know if they had a legitimate like okay well wait a minute in the 70s the rules were only men could compete no one would say anything because then all of a sudden it would be like oh so women can't do things and then it's a whole different thing yeah it's 40 years ago no one fucking cares (laughs) 
Most yeah. people, most people who were fans of this family didn't even know the Olympics were going on in the seventies. They're all fucking retarded. The only thing that Caitlyn Jenner should be given praise for is the fact that he's using a C in his name. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a fucking slap in the face. I, I know, right? It. I love that. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, if you've liked what you heard, then go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And once you subscribe, you will automatically receive all our podcast content. Uh, two shows twice a week. Uh, we'll make it extremely easy for you guys to get all of our content. This week, you'll actually receive three because uh, I'll be dropping that Star Trek podcast this week. Ooh, yeah, the, the, the great racist episode of Star Trek Next Generation. Ugh. So be on t- be, be here our disgust when we talk about this episode. Uh, also, spread the word. We can only do so much. If you dig the show or like hearing two dudes make complete assholes out of themselves, let people know. Trust me, they'll thank you for it. Fuck. No, this time I had it up. But then I closed, closed it, it. Right, <laughs> right when I was going to say something. As usual. Right. So the least you guys can do, like seriously, okay, and pay attention. Leave us some comments on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get the show. Um, if you subscribe to the RSS feed, if you're an old school kind of person, definitely um, throw some comments on the website, lazygeeks.com. Um, if you're in our news group, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um you know, t- tell us the good, the bad, the ugly, the obscene, whatever you the feel sexy. like saying. Yeah. Yeah. And and be sure to hit that up on the lazygeeks.info. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have some ideas or topics for the show, don't be afraid to share them. There are no stupid ideas, you know, just stupid people. So you can hit us up on Facebook, Lazy Geeks, Twitter, The Lazy Geeks, or at The Lazy Geeks, uh, Instagram, The Lazy Geeks, uh, Google Plus, The Lazy Geeks, uh, AOL, uh, Messenger, The Lazy Geeks, uh, MSM Messenger, The Lazy Geeks, ICQ, ICQ, The Lazy Geeks, um, Netscape. You can even find us on, you can even find us on, um, on, uh, oh shit. Yahoo Instant Messenger, the Lazy Geeks. You can hit uh, me up on that that messaging protocol that was built into the command line of uh, old Windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my God! Uh, and uh, we're also officially on Snapchat at you can guess Lazy Geeks. That's right. Do 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 do. You can even send us an email. 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 Um, at the the geeks at thelazygeeks.com you know send us uh, send us whatever you like yeah. really yeah you know. the only thing we don't do is snail mail so yeah yeah alright so that is it for this week's edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast I'm Stephen Vargas I'm Adam Ray peace out <laughs> This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network. 
available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.